Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Paula McDonald in the Live Today podcast, and I'm so glad you've joined me today. I'm talking about a topic today that I am very passionate about, and that is to study God's Word. Now, just to take you back on a little history trip with me, when I first was introduced to the Bible, it was at a Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp back in 1977. And I remember receiving a good news Bible. And when I opened it up and started reading it, it was as if for the first time in my life, those words in that Bible came alive. It truly was a Paul experience of the scales falling from my eyes. And it all started to make sense. And of course, I was probably at an age where I could start to really understand it. Also, I was in a position. I was in the right frame of mind. I was ready to accept the word of God. And then finally, I had a translation of the Bible that made sense to me. The other times I had been trying and struggling to read and make sense of the King James Version, which I love that version too. But as a young adult, it just did not resonate with me. It was very, very difficult for me to understand. So in the last, I would say, 35 plus years, I have been systematically really digging in and studying the Bible, which is why I have my other podcast called Exhale Bible Discovery with Dr. Paula McDonald. So if you're interested in really digging in, The first book that we've released is Revelation. So a lot of people would think that's not a great place to start reading the Bible, but I disagree. I think that is one of the most phenomenal chapters in all of Scripture and gives us this beautiful, beautiful description of heaven and the good news that we as believers can hang on to because in the end, we are the ones who are going to be reaping the benefits And those who chose to stray from God, they will not. So that's the great news. Okay, so back to a Bible study method. So I I would tell you that the first and most important thing is to find yourself a Bible that you really resonate with, that you really like. I mean, go to a Christian bookstore and read through several. Go and look at the Message Bible, the King James Version, the New International Study Version. Um, There's just a lot of them out there. But you want to read through them. Go through and look at how, how are they organized. There's so many great Bibles now. There's journaling Bibles. There's Bibles that you can color in. And I would say whichever version really resonates deeply within your soul, that you think this is a great book that I would like to have a part of in my life every single day. So go with that. Go with what your gut tells you. I'm 
a Bible hoarder. <laughs> I have so many Bibles. I love them. I just, I can't get enough of them. And so I just treasure them all. And then do not be afraid to write in your Bibles. Take notes, put down dates, write and highlight under, you know, hot scripture that really spoke to you. Or if you're listening to a, a podcast or a sermon and something resonates with you, put on there. Why did it resonate with you? Because I'll tell you another little story. When my grandmother passed away and all of us grandkids were at her home, and we were going through all the things and all the pictures and who wanted what. She had these two Bibles sitting on a shelf above her sofa. And I pulled them down and I asked anybody, does anybody else want these? And nobody wanted them. And I said, I would love to have them. When I got them home, I opened up her study Bible. And you guys, in her own handwriting throughout that book, are her notes. She studied the Bible. And it was something, sadly, that we never really even talked about. And that makes me sad because I didn't know how, what an ardent stu student of the Bible that she was. And so these Bibles that we write in and tell stories of our lives and things that were impactful definitely reach the next generation. It's like leaving a love letter for your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. So each time I write in my Bible, I think, I'm doing this not only for me, but for somebody else who may someday pick up this Bible and maybe they will glean something that, that I did. So that's, that's just the first and foremost, most important thing is finding yourself a great Bible. Okay. Then the hardest step for most people is, okay, it's a big book. Where do I begin? Do I start at Genesis and just read it through until I get to the end at Revelation, you can certainly do that. There's actually some Bibles called um, Reading Through the Bible in a Year. And I think it's about three chapters a day. So that's definitely doable. I've done that actually five times where I've read through the Bible from start to finish. And, um, and I enjoyed it. But what I found I enjoy more is choosing a book of the Bible to really study or maybe just some verses that just have intrigued me over time. So there's so many different ways to study the Bible. But what I, my intention today is to give you tools and methods that can really make this doable. So it's not such a scary thing because it's important for all of our Christian walk, all of us, that we stay read up and prayed up. And so to stay read up, you don't want to just pick it up and flip through the pages. You really want to have God speak to you. You want to hear him. And the way I've been studying the Bible, I hear him like never before. And it makes me excited to study his word. So what I thought I would do is I'm going to give you these tips and then we're going to actually go through a study. We're going to go through a, a chapter or some verses in the Bible that I think you would really resonate with and that you will enjoy studying with me in a method that I think you can take and do with any verse or any chapters in the entire Bible by yourself. And you will find that you're going to get so much more than you ever thought possible. 
So one, find a great Bible. Two, set aside your time each day, or at least have an idea of, okay, I want to spend this much time. I have 30 minutes that I can spend. Put it on your calendar. Make your appointment with God unbreakable. That is really key. Then third, find a place where you can study. And that usually means a place where you have all your tools together. I keep a a notebook, like a journal spiral notebook that I can write in. I love having um, my markers that are all different colors and my highlighters because being the former teacher that I am, I'm a visual learner. So I like, I like the color. So have all of that together in one space so that you can go to that space and say, this is my Bible study place. This is my time I'm dedicating and get to work and make sure it's a quiet place. So for me, I need to do that after my son has gone off to school. Otherwise, it's too crazy. And then I put my phone on airplane mode because I know if a call comes in, it's going to divert me. It's going to take my mind off of what I'm doing. Like right now with my podcasting, I put my phone on airplane mode so that I can just focus on doing this task. Okay, so you have your plate, you have your Bible, you have your place, you have your tools. Now it's time to open up the word and get busy. And one thing I'm going to share with you is what I taught way back when, when I was teaching Sunday school. And these kids got it, you guys, and it's so simple. And I told them, if you can clap your hands, you can effectively study any scripture or any chapter in the entire Bible. And so take the word clap. And the first word starts with C, obviously, and that stands for content. So when you're reading, let's just say you take one little verse and you're going to say, okay, what is the content? And in my journal, I will write content and that's bullet points. Okay. It's, you know, in the desert and Jesus is praying and the devil tempts him. So it's just quick little bullet points of what that content is. Then the the L of the word clap is, okay, here's the content. The next section of your notebook, write in, what did I learn? What did you learn from that chapter or from that passage? Okay, you can divide it up into different divisions. You can say, you know, this is one of my big takeaways that I learned here, that Jesus was tempted, just like I'm tempted today. Whatever it is, what did you learn? Then, and very important, the A of CLAP is to apply. It's great when we learn things in the Word, but if we don't apply them into our lives, then it's going to sit there empty and void. And God says His Word shall not be returned void, but it is our responsibility to take something and do with it that He wants you to do. So, Write down, how can I apply this lesson to my life? How can I apply the lesson of we're all going to be tempted? There's lots of applications there. And then finally, the P is, okay, I know how I'm going to apply it. I know what I've learned, what the content is. I know how to apply it and what I've learned. But now the P, this is the action. It means put it into action. 
that means you have to go do something. So it's really an effective Bible study tool, and you can just write C-L-A-P out on the margin and fill in your information. That's just one way to study. But I'm going to share with you another way. It's called homiletics, and that word scares a lot of people off. If you've ever been in Bible study fellowship and you are a leader, you know all about homiletics. But I'm one of those people that actually really enjoys homiletics because I call it the dissection of God's word. And basically, you really are dissecting a passage or a group of passages or a full chapter into very significant segments or divisions. And it makes it so interesting to study God's word. So I want you to open your Bibles to John, the book of John, and we're just going to look at the very first couple of uh, verses, one through nine. And so when I did this, when I read through, and I just did um, John chapter one, and I only stopped at verses from one through 18. So it's a very long, I think there's 50 something verses there. So that's a lot. That's a big chunk. So I look for a natural break. And for this one, it made sense at chapter eight, I mean, verse 18 to kind of end. So you'll read through it, write down all your content. And so for instance, I divided this into two different divisions. I have division number one, Jesus is described. And that was verses one through nine. The second division was Jesus, the deliverer. And that was verses 10 through 18. And so if we just look at that, those first nine verses and we put our bullet points, I put, he is the light. All men are to believe. He gives light to every man. He is the true light. So you can see that he is described in these verses. And then I have that the the word word is used three times there. So that's very important there. In the second part, Jesus, the deliverer, I put he's in the world. The world did not recognize him. He was not received. Those who believed or received had the right to become children of God. The word became flesh. It was full of grace and truth. John testified grace and truth through Jesus Christ, God, one and only who is at the father's side. So the word light, I noted, was used seven times. And so if you're going to use a who, what, when, where, why and how method. Okay, your who, the word of God, the light, Jesus Christ, the what, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was light and it was to testify to God's glory. And then when, well, it tells us in the beginning, where, the world, our world, and then why. It says the light of the world to believe, to become children of God. So if you just use that little mess method right there, it really breaks it down into bite-sizable chunks. So some of the other notes that I took, and I'm just reading you straight from my notes. I put the word um, logos in Greek. The word in Greek is logos, and that means logic. And so it's an explanation of the written 
word of God. Then Rema means God speaking personally to us. And then I have a star by Jesus, the light for those who receive and believe in him. And so I put two questions, one for each division. One, how am I sharing the light? What am I doing to know the light? So those are great learning and application questions. And then for the second section, I have, have I truly received the light? And what does grace and truth mean to me? And so my call to action is Jesus is the illuminating light pointing us to God. Receiving and believing in him gives us truth and grace. And then I doodled and I have Jesus the light. Just a beautiful, beautiful message. That was my main message that I took from these first 18 verses in John 1, chapter 1. So these are just ways to do this. I'm actually going to be videoing and doing a Zoom where I can video myself doing a Bible study that you can follow along with me because I think the more that you can do this, the better that you're going to get and the more confident you're going to get. But you're going to find out that you're really going to look forward to studying the Bible. And I know I could not teach the Bible if I did not go through this method with each and every lesson that I teach, because it's so important. You've got to be, you've got to be sharing applications. You've got to have those leaning learning questions of what did I learn? What am I going to do with this? Because that from all good teachers, that's what we do. We challenge our learner to go deeper, to dig deeper. And so I think you're going to find this to be a method that you will really, really enjoy. And I hope you will. And more than ever, I really want to hear from you guys. Let me know if you're new to studying the Bible. I would love to hear some success stories. And I would love to hear what you need. What kind of help do you need? What kind of challenges are you finding when you're trying to study the Bible? Because the last thing any of us wants is for anyone to give up and say, it's too hard. I'm not going to do it. But I do believe that when you stay prayed up, the Holy Spirit is going to fill you up and you are going to be able to get into God's word. And he's going to show you things that will absolutely blow you away. Even though I've been studying the Bible for 35 years plus, I can tell you all day after day, when I really get into the study method, he shows me things that I have not seen before. And that is because the Bible is a living, breathing book. It's not just there to sit on the, your shelf and gather dust. It is there because if you read John today, maybe in five more years and you read it again and really study it, your life is different. And so you're going to get different things from it at that time. So that's what's so beautiful. I've had somebody ask me before, Paula, why do you study the Bible over and over and over? And it just opens the door to a great conversation of saying, let me tell you why. Because it is a living, breathing document that is real in my life, that is always giving me great advice and gives me, it gives me my fuel. It gives me my spiritual fuel. 
and I absolutely love it. So I hope that you will try some of these methods and then go to drpaulamcdonald.com and click on connect with me. I really want to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear what you're doing. And um, you know what? I'd love to even interview one of you on this show. Somebody maybe who is new, who's never studied the Bible before and tell me your successes. That would be so fun. So let me close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he came to show us that the word is living and it is so applicable to each and every day and to each and every person, no matter what they're going through. Father, your word is amazing and it never goes out or comes back void. We love you and we thank you for this word. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and an abundant connection with God.